Hello, everybody. Jim Noble, along with Watford head football coach Josh Conklin. Welcome once again to the Coach Josh Conklin Show, brought to you by Duck Donuts. Well, it was a promising start Saturday here at Gibbs Stadium. Watford jumped out to a 10-0 lead. Unfortunately, could not sustain that. Furman turned into a juggernaut in the second quarter. The final was 42-20 as the Terriers fall to the Paladins. I know you and I talked uh, before the game. We uh, came out to practice the Friday before the game. Yeah. Had a good feeling. Guys yeah. were ready to play. They certainly showed that coming out of the, the locker room at the beginning of this one. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't fault their energy. I know in the locker room before the game, they were excited. Uh, they were excited all week for obvious reasons because of the the team that we're playing and the rivalry. Um, and we came out and we started that way. And you know, as a coach, you're always trying to figure out the why. And I haven't put my finger on it yet. But we we just didn't sustain uh, the level of, of energy and, and enthusiasm and really intent to execution uh, that we needed to. Um, I think there's a lot of reasons for that. Uh, I think the coaches and, and myself are to blame probably more so than anybody. Um, but we'll get back to it, and we'll make sure we don't we don't uh, make that mistake again. Yeah, it's funny. You try to put your fingers on things. Sometimes you get 48 hours of separation, and certain things come to light. And uh, I know we made the point where sometimes it's got less to do with X's and O's and more to do with just kind of everybody not trying to do too much and just kind of do your job out there and, and – not saying go back to fundamentals, but sometimes it does come down to that. Yeah, I think I think coaches and I think players, I think everybody's just trying to figure out a way to win, and sometimes you overcompensate. Um, it was a time for us and time for me as a coach to detach and kind of look at what we're doing and say, okay, listen, we got to get back to, like you said, the, the, the fundamentals, the basics, what do we do well, focus on that, and then everybody just doing their job, coaches included, um, doing their job moving forward. All right, as we move onward, we will have highlights from the Furman Wofford contest. We will also have Josh Conklin's Conklin's Corner play of the day. And we will look ahead to a visit right here on this field coming up Saturday as the Sanford Bulldogs come to town. It's all coming up next here on the Josh Conklin Show. Welcome back, everybody. Coming out of the locker room, you you, you know, you defer the coin toss again. Uh, Furman gets stopped on their first series, and you come down and you start making some plays on offense. Things were looking awful good at that point. Yeah, no, we did. We came out um, on fire, I thought. We, we were ready to go, ready to play. We had a good stop on defense. And uh, the when the offense got the ball, we, we, we did a great job there. And we had a big return uh, in the kickoff, uh, in the punt return game. So that all those things were, were good, and you're like, Man, if we can get up to 14 points, uh, maybe this is a, a different game. Um, not so. Yeah, well, get ready for some big plays. Here are your first half highlights from Saturday. Ertz, who sends that kickoff deep, and we are underway here in Spartanburg. Returning out across the 20 and being stopped as he hits the 22. That was Dewan Bell on the return, so Furman will have it first and 10. Win is in the eye behind Wilson. It'll be Wynn. Picks his way through for the first down. Needed to get to the 33. Got to about the 34. And Furman moves the chains. Brandon Mina, the freshman nose tackle, made the stop. Wilson in the shotgun. Man in motion. Back to his win. It'll be a dive up the middle to Abrams. And not much there. Devin Abrams stopped by the middle of the Wofford defense. Wilson back to throw. Now he's going to pull it down and run, trying to get to the marker. Made one cut and gets the first down. Slid, avoided uh, any major hit. Uh, like what I'm seeing out of their freshman quarterback. 
First and 10 from the Wofford 39. It's win again. Drug down from behind. Beckley got him after just a yard and a half gain. John Beckley, the fifth-year senior linebacker out of Atlanta, Georgia. Jace Wilson made his college debut, debut in mop-up duty against Mercer a couple of weeks ago in relief of Ham Sisson and then gets the start. He's back, spins to his left, delivers, and he's blasted. Yeah, Brandon Brown absolutely crushed him legally and uh, forced the pass to be a little bit short out there looking for Ryan DeLuca, a fifth-year senior at the flanker spot. You know, Furman's kind of in no man's land here. It's yeah. be a really long field goal, about a 56-yarder. Only a 15-yard punt, so Wofford dodges a bullet, and the Terriers have the ball first and 10 from the 20. Peyton Derrick is a quarterback. Irvin Mulligan is the running back on first and 10. It'll be Mulligan. Gets a good surge from the left side of the Wofford offensive line. A gain of six on first and ten. Derek and Bryce Corriston, the backup here on third down. First down, and that is bursting into the backfield. And more. Irvin Mulligan is gone. Touchdown, Terriers. Well, when you don't convert on third down, it's okay if you do those kinds of things. And that's what Wofford did last year with, or last week, excuse me, with a huge run, 72 yard touchdown run for Wofford. You know, Last time these two teams met here at this stadium, it was Furman doing that on their first possession, a long touchdown run by Wayne Anderson Jr. And this time it's Urban Mulligan who just turned on the Jets. Tom, once he got past the first level, it was over. Yeah, he, he showed his burst of speed there. Furman is faced for the third and six from their own 25. Wilson back to pass. He's got plenty of time. Right sideline, and it's incomplete. He was looking for Ryan Miller, and Wofford holds Furman on their second possession. Bleak Road at his own 10-yard line. KO with his heels on about the Wofford 33, awaiting this punt. Low snap, handles it well, and that's a much, much better kick end over end. And KO gets, a, gets by two men. Another move across the 40, 50. RJ KO. 20. He's going to run out of angle and knocked out of bounds deep in Furman territory. He made five or six Paladins miss on that one. Yeah, Seth Johnson was the guy who saved the touchdown. He was one of the up men. Peyton Derrick oversees the Furman defense. Broussard is the running back to his left. That's big third play right down. here. It's going to be Broussard. 10. Trying to break through. He's got the first down inside the 10 to the 8 and a fresh set of downs for Wofford. Derek rolling out. Now he'll throw, looking to throw back to his right. He's just got to throw this one away. Did he get out of the tackle box? Yep. He's on the kick. Just about a 27-yarder. And that is through the uprights. And Wofford tacks on three more. Would have loved to have six. But Wofford with... Three minutes and 49 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Leads Furman 10-0. The Paladins last in the Southern Conference in scoring offense at only 16.2 points a game. Here, a little pitch and going nowhere. In fact, losing a few. Still leads Wofford with two and a half sacks, and it's a passing situation here. Wilson rolls out to his right. That's going to be complete to Miller, but far short of first down yardage. Wrapped up nicely by John Michael DiRoberto. He gets it again. Cuts right back into the center of the defense. And again, it's a tough two-yard run 
for Nathan Walker. Quarter here in Spartanburg, South Carolina. The Wofford Terriers here at home have a 10-0 lead over the Furman Paladins as Wofford's got it on their own 35-yard line. Third down, Derek back to pass. Breaks free, but cannot complete it. Cannot get the first down. Drug down from behind. That was London Lewis. Second down. Again, win. Probing the right side. He's got the first down and more across midfield. Knocked into the Wofford bench, but not before making it down to the Wofford 46-yard line. First down. Jaheim Hazel made the stop. Berman in Wofford territory at the Terrier 41. Second down in about five. And Wilson's rolling out to his right. Wow. That open. is going to be complete. Miller deep into the red zone. They finally get Ryan Miller untracked, and he is deep in Wofford territory. Wind is in the eye directly behind the quarterback, and he will get the carry. Hit at about the three, made it to the two. He'll be stopped there. Terriers lead it 10 nothing. Little shift over to the left as Wynn gets it. Man in the hole, and Wofford will stop him on second down. I believe that was TJ Neal. Can Wofford bow up again? Can Furman break through? Win. Goal line. Touchdown Paladins. Devin Win from two yards out. And Furman, for the first time in what seems like forever, hits pay dirt. Here on second and ten. And in motion is Vernon. Again, Derek pulls it down. The pass is behind him, but complete. Off to the races. Touchdown Terriers. That is Devin Matthews. What a catch by Devin Matthews. Ball was behind him. He reaches back with one hand and snares it and takes it into the end zone for a Wofford touchdown. Furman had that thing well defended, but what an athletic play by Devin Matthews, the transfer from the Naval Academy. 63 yards on the hookup. Wofford has gone 72 by land, 63 by air. And they are out to a 16-7 lead pending the extra point attempt here. Chase Wilson has gone the whole way thus far in the first half. A quarterback, his first college start, and he is back to pass. Long and complete. And DeLuca with a catch and a spin. He's free down the sideline before he's being knocked out of bounds by Donovan Anderson. Third down conversion of 47% this year. They got a chance here. And it's going to be Wynn sweeping left. And that's too easy. First down and more for Devin Wynn as he rumbles inside the 15-yard line. Big, big game for Wynn before Beckett could haul him down. Third and three for about the seven. This time it's an option left. Wilson cuts into the end zone. Did he stretch it across the line? He did. Touchdown Furman. The freshman quarterback in his first collegiate start brings Furman, hopefully, from their standpoint, within three again. Third down for Wofford. They're looking at about a third and 13. And they will keep it with Derek, who fakes the pitch. Oh, and a late pitch and a good one. It won't be enough for the first down, but they got a big chunk of that back. I, I like Jason Wilson. <laughs> I, I love what I've seen. I like his toughness. I, I, I like their game plan for him. They've given him easy throws, and there's an example of it right there. Miller out in the flat, but he is going to be thrown for a loss by Rhett Russell, who snipped that play out. Wilson back to throw, looking over the middle, nothing there. He's got to pull it down, and he'll be brought down. I don't know. Yeah, we'll go as a sack. Yeah, coverage sack there. Didn't make it past the line of scrimmage, so give the sack to Joe Beckett. Timmy Bleakroad will try to boot it away. He's standing on his own 20. RJ KO back for Wofford deep. It's a line drive. KO is going to field it over his shoulder at the 16. And great 
downfield coverage by the Furman special teams unit. And Wofford is going to be backed up, and that very well may determine what the Terriers do or do not do Got in this flag. final minute. Got a flag back here on the 37. It's thrown in a position where typically you would think holding on the return team, but hold everything. Our referee, Larry Adcock, and crew will discuss this one. Only the second penalty of the entire game after the 49-yard punt by Timmy Bleakroad. You know, the other thing this could do, if it's a five-yard penalty, Furman could get a first down out of it. That they get right on the ball in a hurry. And it's going to be a quarterback sneak. Who's going to win the push? I think he got it. Yeah, he got it. Yeah, Wilson surged right behind their very good center, Evan Jumper. Second and five. Wilson has time over the middle. It's completed a touchdown to Devin Wynn. And just like that, the Paladins take the lead. So on the good side in the first half, some huge chunk plays. I mean, Urban Mulligan, the long touchdown run. What a, what a catch by Devin Matthews for the 63-yard touchdown. That penalty when Furman was punting near the end of the half, where they, they were able to then go for it, got a quarterback sneak, and drive the ball down for the go-ahead touchdown. We talk about fulcrum plays and plays that that bet, that swing the emotion to another side. That was a huge one. Yeah, it really was, and it was unfortunate. Um, I think it's the right call. Uh, and what we were trying to do in that situation is we were gonna we we're gonna try to pressure it because we knew we were gonna fair catch it anyway. We we're gonna try to pressure the punt, and so we make a late shift. And when we made the late shift, it was too late, and so they snapped it. Uh, while we were shifting and so while we were shifting we were over the top of the center that's what the official saw and he called it uh, but you're exactly right what a huge change in momentum um, you wish you had it back yeah it's a play you don't see called very often but of course credit to Furman they came out they certainly played more physical uh, they were playing with an edge as Clay Hendricks said he asked his players to do 21-17 Furman at the break we'll come back with your second half highlights next Welcome back. Still a ball game as we enter the third quarter. Furman took a 21-17 lead out of the locker room at halftime. What was your message at halftime to the guys? Well, we just needed to come out and we had the ball to start the half and, and we need to come out and have a, a good drive at, uh, with our offense. Uh, we didn't do that. And then defensively, uh, we just never could find our mojo. We could never get we could just never get it back. Uh, I, I told the team on Sunday, they kind of had that far away look um, like it just wasn't going our way and then you start to doubt yourself uh, a little bit of belief leaves and you can't do that you got to continue to believe you got to continue to play one play at a time um, and that's part of being youthful um, and that's part of the experience piece of it um, and something that we've got to address this week going into Sanford. Without further ado on to the second half highlights from Saturday. Alec Holt, Garrett Vernon deep for Wofford as the kick comes deep and it's going to be run out of the end zone let's see what happens here in a seam bursting out across the 30 yard line is Garrett Vernon and Wofford's in good shape to start off the second half all right Wofford got a second and six after the four yard gain by Mulligan he's now to the left and Derek with a nice fake he'll keep it but immediately that hole close is coming up and Hugh Ryan yeah Alec Holt got that on the referee's going to go in there and kind of settle things down the head umpire and now we're ready to go Derek in the shotgun gonna hand off Mulligan cuts back 
and he is going to be short. 21-17 has the ball first and 10 from their own 20, and if they drive the ball like they did in the first half, they could be looking at a two-score lead, but we'll have to see what happens as Jace Wilson leads the offense, and Devin Wynn again breaks a Wofford tackle and rumbles for a 14-yard gain on first down. Ball at the Wofford 43, Anderson in motion. Wilson back to pass, looked that way, and now he'll go deep, and that's going to be complete. Did he stay inbounds? Ryan Miller. Oh, no, excuse me, that's not Ryan Miller. That's Luke Shiflett. Two backs on either side of Wilson. He'll hand it off to win. Grabbed, still manages to fall forward, and he's got the first down again. Here on the opening drive of the, their opening drive of the quarter. Plenty of room to pitch to DeLuca, and he will trot in for the touchdown, and Furman has gone up by two scores here at Wofford. Furman's, uh, Wofford's in Furman territory, first and 10 from the 42. Furman's showing blitz, and Derek sees it and can throw it. Wide open is Holt. Oh, and he's got it. And he slipped he's, down. Yeah, yeah, he's jumping up and down. At first, I thought he was jumping up and down because he dropped it, but he held on to it. But knees hit the ground. Even so, big gain down to the 23-yard line and a gain of 29 yards. Let's see if that targeting penalty maybe fires up the Wofford sideline. Furman took advantage of a Wofford penalty in the first half on a punt uh, misformation. Been long here, third and nine. Wofford, big play here is... Derek sets up in the shotgun with two wide receivers to the top of the formation. He'll roll out. Nothing to the left. Throws it out to the right, and that's going to be out of bounds. Was it picked off? I think it was intercepted. Incomplete. Walker Gleamus. 29-yard attempt. And that is good. And I think Wofford got a little lucky there because it certainly looked like an interception. Well, Wofford might have caught a break. It's an eight-point ball game now as they get a field goal after the disputed near interception. Furman's got a first and ten, and for once, Devin Wynn gets corralled in the backfield. Yeah, the Terriers have had him a couple of times back there. That was Chuck Smith making that play for Wofford. Third down and six, a long six as Wilson takes the snap. Too much time to throw, and he completes the first down. That's Shiflett. Under two minutes to play here, third quarter, as a big hole for Anderson, breaks a tackle, cuts back, and he's into Terrier territory, down all the way to the 36-yard line. First and 10 from the Wofford 21. Why do anything different than hold it or give it to Devin Wynn, and he's disheveled. Head over heels, but inside the 10-yard line. Herman has rolled up 420 yards of total offense. They're looking for more points here on first down. Devin Wynn is going to do just that, waltzing into the end zone. And Furman goes up by two scores again. Peyton Derrick in the shotgun. First and 10 Terriers from the Paladin 40. Derrick's going to option left. He's got Broussard with him, but he'll keep it. Slides down for a gain of nine on first down. Second and 11, ball right on the 50-yard line. KO's in motion. Derek will look to just throw it away. The blitz, and this is like a punt and an interception. That was too easy in making the interception. Taking a big hit. Abrams, Anderson. Anderson gets the carry. Down to the goal line. Did he stretch it across? He did. Touchdown, Furman. Wayne Anderson, Jr., from six yards out. Wofford certainly should be respecting what Furman's done today, down 22. 
Peyton Derrick takes the shotgun snap, hands off to Urban Mulligan, who sweeps right, avoids one tackler, gets out to about the 38-39 yard line. Good gain on first down of about seven. Second down, sweep right. Walker's got the first down across midfield into Furman territory, and somersaults his way down to the 47-yard line. Wofford trying to make this final score a bit more respectable here with 3.30 left, but the outcome not in doubt. Furman leads it by 22. Third down and 11 for the Terriers, and Peyton Derrick is back to pass. It's short to KO. He's going to have to make a couple guys miss, and he can't. Short of the first down. Sisson in the shotgun. They are just taking some time off the clock right now and a handoff popped as McElveen. I think that was Boyles who made this up. Woolery was there as well. Derek remains a quarterback. First and 10 Terriers from midfield. Mulligan bounces outside. 40, 35, still running, running a 17-yard gain for Urban Mulligan. It's into Furman territory. Welsh is a wide receiver at the top of your screen. Two backs behind Derek. He'll pitch to Mulligan. Makes one cut, makes a man miss. Make a second before he gets inside the 25. Close to first down yardage again. He'll get nine on that. And, and we should say, this is Wofford's first string offense and Furman's, this is their, they've, they've gone deep into the bench here, so. And that is your ball game. Final score. From Wofford, Furman 42, Wofford 20. As Clay Hendricks comes across midfield and he will shake the hand of Josh Conklin, who no doubt will congratulate he and the entire Furman coaching staff on a job well done. It was a 42 to 20 final. Furman goes to three and two on the season. Wofford now one and four. You know, coming out of the spring, where you guys had to fill so many positions. There were injuries. There were COVID-related deals that you had to deal with. And a roster that you're trying to transition to run the kind of offense that you envision, that is not a one-year process. Kind of talk about the steps you've taken and the steps, Coach, that you still have to take to, to kind of get that whole thing to gel in terms of players and the right type of players being where you need them to be. Well, when we came in this fall, I think we brought in 100, around 115 guys. So we added close to, close to 50 players, uh, 45-ish 40 players um, to our roster. Uh, that's a lot of new guys, uh, to your point. Um, you know, we're recruiting a little bit different on the offensive line right now. We're recruiting a little bit different um, at wide receiver. Um, obviously, running back and quarterback is a work in progress in terms of, of that development. I told our team we've got really good football players on this team. We got good football players on defense. We got good football players on offense. Uh, some of that is you are playing some young guys at certain positions, and I think they have to understand the importance of going through the process in the Southern Conference and what that takes. And we'll learn that. Um, but sometimes there's nothing you can do about it except go through the process. Football is a long season for a reason. There are peaks and valleys. I've covered. NFL seasons that go 16 plus games if you get to the playoffs, 17 now, of course, and uh, nothing continues to go like this the entire season. Is that a hard thing for, for young players to understand? It is, and I think when you have a, a run like we did, you know, uh, or have with some losses, you just, 
you just have to find a way to get your way out of it. We, we've all been there before, and no matter what walk of life where it's just not going your way, you can't get frustrated, you can't get down. Um, I told the guys last night, you got to stand, you got to, you got to stand and fight, and, and that's that's what men are supposed to do. That's what we're supposed to do, and we got to stand and fight, and we'll continue to do that, and we will work our way out of what we're going through right now. Yeah, not just a coach. He's got to be a psychiatrist, too. We've talked about that a couple of times, and that'll certainly be in play this season. When we come back, we'll have coaches play of the game, Conklin's Corner. We'll also take a look ahead to a visit from Sanford. It's all coming up next here on The Josh Conklin Show. Welcome back, everybody. Sanford comes in. Sanford is the one team that over the past five or six years has really had Wofford's number. They come in at two and three. They are, I guess, the same Chris Hatcher coach squad that we've come to know and sometimes fear. Great offensive explosive potential. Defense, sometimes you can run up some points on them. Do you expect anything different from the Bulldogs when they come to town? Well, I, I would I would think they're going to be uh, much improved on defense. I've, I've got a lot of respect for their defensive guys down there. Um, obviously, got a lot of respect for their offense um, and what they're able to do. High scoring, um, high scoring um, offense. It's not one of those situations where you get up a couple touchdowns and you feel, oh, if we can kind of bleed this one out and stay on top, keep it in front. Um, they have the they have the ability and the the potential to to put points up in a hurry. So it's going to be a huge challenge. Uh, we've got to figure out the right matchups on defense. Uh, we've got to get the, uh, the ability to have the ability to control the game and control the clock a little bit more than we have. Um, all that's going to be a piece of it. We're going to have to have a team win, Jim, um, if we're going to have a chance on Saturday. Is it a chance to reset a little bit for these guys? Say, all right, you know what? Uh, right now we are zero and zero we are our goal is to be one and zero every week is that a message that's hard to 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 kind of give the guys sometimes because everybody naturally defaults to a big picture type of a look yeah i think it is i think you got to just take one game at a time Uh, i was watching the nebraska michigan game uh, on saturday and kind of licking my wounds after after our game and they said you know scott frost he he told his team hey listen we're going to put a line in the sand and we're going to say it's it's zero we're zero and zero from here on out. And I said, you know what? That's exactly what our team needs to hear as well. Went in on Sunday, said, guys, we're not one and four. We're going to say right now we are zero and zero. We got six games left. Let's go see what we can do. Let's see what we can accomplish in these next six games and leave this season feeling better than we do right now. And that will be a win for our program. Well, we get some of those big chunk offensive plays. It'll go a long way towards accomplishing that. One of those big explosive plays, the subject of this week's Conklin's Corner. All right, for the play this week, I uh, want to pull out an offensive play. And, you know, we've talked a lot about the RPO system and the RPO game that we're trying to build off of the triple option looks. And thought this was a really good example of kind of what we were trying to do. This is called a Coke. Um, and what we're doing here is we're trying to read this safety in his response to the run action. If the safety stays up, um, if the safety stays high, excuse me, right here, then what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and, and, and run um, this run play. If he comes down, we're going to try to run a bang eight with the wide receiver over here to the bottom of the screen um, and, and try to get that ball right behind the safety right there. And as you can see, uh, Peyton does a great job here of reading it. Uh, he sees the safety come downhill hard and aggressive because he's got to fit the run. And then we're running a bang eight there. Uh, with the backside wide receiver, Devin Matthews. The other thing about this is Devin made an unbelievable catch. Uh, I think you'll be able to see it here uh, from the tight copy, but he made an unbelievable catch 
ball was a little bit late, um, thrown a little bit behind him right there. But unbelievable catch, does a great job of concentrating, and then has an opportunity to make, obviously, a big play, uh, a big touchdown in the game. So uh, when we're talking about the RPO system, um, this is one of those plays that we're trying to build off of uh, the triple option look. And, and again, just a really good job of, of executing. Uh, not always exactly uh, how we plan it or what we want to see, but this was a great job here in terms of a guy finishing uh, and being able to create a big play for us in the game. All right. Should be fun to watch. Uh, we'll change all the lights in the scoreboard. Hopefully those lights will be flickering on the Wofford side of the scoring column. One thirty start at Gibbs Stadium, Sanford versus Wofford. Coach, we always appreciate the time. Have a great week of practice. We'll see you at the stadium on Saturday. Will do. Appreciate it. And as always, we appreciate you joining us. For Josh Conklin, I'm Jim Noble. Thanks for watching the Coach Josh Conklin Show brought to you by Duck Donuts.